wish to attract higher levels of good health, personal and interpersonal relationships, and a deeper connection with spirit, you've tuned in at the right time and to the right place. This is Awakened Hearts with Rebecca and Boyd Campbell. In our program, we'll provide intuitive readings, insight, and guidance to help you connect with spirit and experience more from life. Now, here are your hosts, Rebecca and Boyd Campbell. Welcome, everyone. We are thrilled that you have joined us here today. We are your hosts, Rebecca Campbell. And Boyd Campbell. And you are listening to Awakened Hearts on the 7th Wave channel of Voice America Talk Radio. You can contact us by email, hello at sundrahealing.com. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, connect with us on LinkedIn, add us on Google+, and of course, visit our website, sundrahealing.com. We have a great show lined up here today, and we have Kelly Fitzgerald with us today. Kelly is a uh, successful entrepreneur. Uh, She's an inspirational and motivational speaker. Uh, She has her own radio show, her uh, own network. She is the author of a book called When on the Road to Enlightenment, Don't forget to take out the trash. And she also has her own publishing company now. Uh, Kelly is known as a positive transformation catalyst uh, by all of her clients. And her passion, one of her passions, is helping people turn what they love to do into a profitable business. Welcome, Kelly. It's a pleasure to have you on the show today. Thank you so much for having me on the show. It's, It's a pleasure to be here. Now, Kelly, we just wanted you to share with our listeners, uh, what's the best way that they can reach you? You know, probably the best way is through email, and that is kelly, K-E-L-L-I-E, at ibbylanepress.com, and ibbylane is I-B-B-I-L-A-N-E, and there, there are no spaces, just ibbylanepress.com. Okay, and where did the name come from, Ibbylane? <laughs> Uh, Ibby was actually um, a cat. I saved her life, and she in turn saved mine. I've done animal rescue my entire life, and many, many years ago now, um, I was very, very, very sick. I was fighting for my life, and we happened upon my daughter, my um, goddaughter, and I happened upon some newborn kittens whose mother had had the kittens and run off. We don't know what happened, but there were these tiny kittens. And the tiniest one, I started calling the itty-bitty kitty because she was half the size of her litter mates. Well, my goddaughter was about two at the time, and itty-bitty kitty turned into Ibby. And uh, the cat started responding to the name, so we kept it. So that's where the name came from. That's a very from. cool story. <laughs> yeah. I love the, it, I love that. It was just kind of a happy accident. I had been very very sick and I was at the point where I was ready to give up. I didn't want to get out of bed. I just wanted to stay in bed forever and the cat wouldn't let me. She would crawl up on me and she would force me to get up and take care of her. So she saved my life and I saved her. Oh wow. Beautiful. Yes. Yeah, animals are amazing that way. Just phenomenal. Yes. Now, Kelly, maybe we could start today by just a bit of a, a brief, well, a, a history of, you know, um, where where you've been and who you are and, and what's brought you here to where you are today. You know, um, sure. I, I, I was born at a time, I was a, a child born without a uh, father to a single mom who was a teenager at a time When that was so looked down upon, people didn't give me a chance. I was one of those kids that they were sort of a a throwaway person. Um, I was very much looked down on. So that's where it started. I, I ended up, I tell people I didn't have a happy childhood, which meant that I didn't have a happy teenage, um, portion of my, my childhood. I ended up being a teenage mom myself and ended up married to a very, very, very abusive person. So my daughter and I were regularly beaten and abused and just 
generally, for someone who didn't start out with a great deal of self-confidence, that period of time took everything else that I had away. Wow. So that's mm. where I came from. Um, when I got out of that, it was <laughs> really sheer force of will. Um, I literally decided one day I was just going to leave, and I packed up everything and just started driving and ended up several states away where I really sort of restarted. Um, someone told me along the way that it was never too late to have a happy childhood. So by the time I was 26, I was giving myself that happy childhood. I sort of grew up with my daughter and uh, we, you know, we started over. So because I had no education at that time, I couldn't make an income to give her the kind of life I wanted her to have. So I started starting businesses. And, you know, that really came about because I had had a, an employer tell me, as an employee, I should really have my own business because I would just do things and I would see things that needed to be done. And I was kind of doing other people's jobs. <laughs> I was sort of <laughs> overstepping my bounds. So at that point, I did start um, starting businesses. And I've had a number of different businesses. Anytime I had a hobby, I found a way to turn it into a business. And that's pretty much how I got where I am now. Wow. I wish we had a few employees like that. Well, we have one. <laughs> we, yeah. Yeah, we do. When you find employees who, who, um, who are that way, often they, um, they do go out and venture on their own, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so Kelly, um, you said that you, you know, all of your hobbies along the way, you kind of found a way to turn those into businesses. So uh, how did you do that? Where did you start? You know, sheer force of will. Um, <laughs> I started with what I loved most, which was animals. And I started a pet sitting company literally on the weekend or after work. I would, um, it started with coworkers at that company that I had worked for. When they would go on vacation, they would pay me to take care of their animals in their own homes. I eventually ended up running the largest pet sitting company in that area. But, um, you know, I, I really, it takes doing something that you really love. When you're, when you're looking at starting a business, make sure you really, really love what you're going to be doing because you're going to be doing it a lot, especially in the beginning. Um, if it wasn't for the fact that I really love animals, that would not have worked for me because it is just a lot of work. But that's where I started. I've done, oh, landscaping businesses. I did a, a company called Pondmongers for a while where I would go out and to people's backyards and put fish ponds in. Um, any, anything that I liked to do uh, was just sort of what I did. Um, it just... It's not that difficult if you really love what you're doing. It does take some determination, and it takes what, um, what I call and what I've heard other people call the entrepreneurial DNA. You really, really have to want to do it. You have to want to do it more than you're afraid. <laughs> and there's a lot of fear that comes up when you're starting a business. Oh, yeah, for sure. We're going to go to our next break here, and uh, we're going to see everybody on the other side of two minutes. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Have you found your life has changed because of Reiki? We want to share your story. How has Reiki energy healed your life and the life of your loved ones? Don't miss out on this amazing opportunity to share your light with others. Your story is powerful and it could forever change someone else's life in a positive way. For more details, visit the Your Story page of our website at sundrahealing.com. You could become a part of a book or be selected as a guest on Awakened Hearts. That's sundrahealing.com and click on Your Story. Sundra Healing offers services at our location in Leduc, Alberta, as well as distant services worldwide. 
At our location, we offer Reiki therapy, massage therapy, chakra balancing, crystal healing, intuitive readings, third eye activation, and past life regression. Distance services include Reiki therapy, crystal grids for healing and manifestation, and intuitive readings. We also offer classes and workshops of all kinds, either at our location or at yours. Check out sunderhealing.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. You are listening to Awakened Hearts. To call in and connect to Rebecca and Boyd Campbell on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to hello at sunderhealing.com. Now, let's get back to the show. So as I was saying before, uh, just going back to the importance of if you're starting a business to have it be wrapped around your passion and what it is that you love to do, because some of those days are hard, you know, some of those days it's hard to to get up and go and, and do what needs to be done and do the things that are maybe not, um, so, you know, glorious and, um, you know, the, the things you don't want to do, but you have to do. (laughs) Can't call in sick. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Yeah, so absolutely. You, you know, it's there's a lot of fear. So, Kelly, you about. no, yeah, no. There's agree. a lot of fear that starts with with um, a business, and if you're not passionate, that fear will make you stop moving forward. That's that's the big thing that I've seen with people who start businesses is that fear makes them stop. Absolutely. What if, what? Yeah, the fear of what ifs, right? What if I don't make it? What if I can't live it while I'm doing this? It's hard to overcome right. that. That anxiety, that angst. Right. And that's, that's where your passion comes in. You have to have a big enough passion. You have to have a big enough reason why you want to do what you're, what you're starting out on. Or otherwise, you're going to get sidetracked and give up. This is true. Now, Kelly, did you just, you know, jump in with these businesses or did you, was this something that you built as you were uh, maybe working in your regular job? I've started every business on the side. Um, even, even when I've had multiple businesses, I have a successful business that will pay my bills and allow me to eat while I'm starting another business. I know it's a huge thing that I've seen everywhere where if you're not going to throw caution to the wind, quit your job and give your all to your business that you're not really committed. But I think that feeds that fear. You know, you you have to be able to eat. You have to be able to pay bills. In my case, I had to be able to feed my, my child. So if you start businesses on the side and keep them going as long as it takes for that business, for the income from that new enterprise to replace your job, you're going to be a lot farther down the road by doing it that way. You're not going to have as much of that stress. Yeah, and you're not going to have to be having to go to the bank for a big loan to maintain your lifestyle either when you're supporting yourself that way. It's hard work, but uh, the reward at the end of it is definitely worth it. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and it really leads into, uh, you know, I feel like, Kelly, uh, and maybe you can attest to this, but when you're doing what you're passionate about, of course, uh, everything else in your life starts to come together and seems to work better. And I think it's that vibration, that energetic vibration that we're putting out when we're doing something that we love to do. It permeates everything in our life. It absolutely does. You know, um, well, you you work with Reiki, and I'm, I'm also a Reiki master, and energy is everything. You know, our thoughts become things, and that becomes how our life is. When you're open to the possibilities, 
and you are putting one foot in front of the other and you're taking that consistent action and taking care of yourself and your thoughts, the universe puts those people and those circumstances right in front of you. And all you have to do is be open to taking action, be open to moving forward. It is amazing. I I have friends that tell people I have a magical life. And it's not that everything is magic for me. It's that I see it that way. And if you expect that your life is going to be magical and positive things are going to come into your life, then guess what you find? You find magic and positive things in your life. So very positive. Yep. Absolutely. Now, Kelly, um, I'm curious because uh, you've you've gone into this entrep- you know, you you have this entrepreneurial spirit and you've gone down this path. Was that something that you had a lot of support in? What what were the people around you, you know, what were they telling you? You know, my whole life I was told I'd never be anything. <laughs> so um, I kind of used that. Um, the, the, the things that people said about me were not very kind most of the time. Um, so I, I sort of used that. I, I had this, this thing inside of me that said, prove them wrong. You know, mm-hmm. the, it wasn't until I was an adult and had a job, it was actually the job where the employer told me I should start my own business. It wasn't until that point where I started believing in myself. And it was, and only then, it was because somebody else believed in me first and told me I could do it. Um, I kind of got angry. You know, that's what it came down to is I got angry and said, no, you know what, I'm going to prove you wrong. It's, um, it's, it's a very strange thing that I do. But every every time someone says, no, you can't do something, I, I look for a reason to do it. Um, if for no other reason than to see, you know, is it really possible? Am I really not able to? I so far haven't found anything I wasn't able to do. But that's where it came from. It came from that anger at, how, who are you to tell me I can't do this? Mm, right. It's amazing how that can be such a motivator. You know, to to yeah. need to yeah, to yeah. to prove something. It's almost like it wakes up a, an inner part of yourself, that inner drive, yeah. willpower. Absolutely, yeah. 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 So I'm curious. Also, um, I didn't realize that you were a Reiki master. Um, yep. I'm wondering if uh, or if, it, if that's played a role in in your um, success and what you're doing as well. Do you use it for your businesses? You know, I do. I spend um, I spend about half an hour every morning doing Reiki on myself and meditating. And even though I haven't actually used Reiki to be successful in business, I find that using Reiki on myself keeps me grounded, keeps me centered, keeps me moving forward. I started that when uh, I was very, very sick. I was... Um, sick for about two and a half years before anyone really figured out what it was. And I had kind of given up on Western medicine at that point and started looking into more holistic treatments. And Mm -hmm. I found self-healing through Reiki was what really turned the corner for me. Nice. Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. We've seen that with so so many people, um, and I can attest to that myself in my own life. Um, Reiki is was a very uh, very powerful catalyst for helping me to uh, you know find find what I needed within myself, I guess, to you know make things happen and to be able to move forward. Yeah, it has, it has a Don't tendency to change. Don't you find that it helps if you're going through something? If you're going through a dark time. Reiki has helped me. It has pulled me through so many times. It's yeah. just a fabulous tool. It's amazing support for sure. Kelly, I wanted to uh, ask you about your book. So you have written a book, and how how did that come about? As was that something that happened? Uh, you know, after you've done a lot of these businesses and and come to kind of a, you know, the successful uh, place that you're at in your life? 
you know, that book started as, um, it started as me going back through things that I hadn't really let go of. I had gone through a severe illness earlier on, and then about four years ago, it came back. And I was angry at God. You know, I've done everything (laughs) I was supposed to do. Why is this happening again? And honestly, I was in a very dark period of time. I sort of just wanted to die and get it over with. And I decided I would just start writing because I've, I've written my entire life and I had stopped for a while. So that's where the book comes from. It comes from that place of why am I going through this again? Why am I not finished with this? And really, I had gone into a meditation and I was trying to find out, I was trying to get answers, and I was trying so hard that nothing was coming through. And anyone who has ever meditated, you know, <laughs> you really, the idea is to not try, <laughs> the idea is yes. to just be. And finally, I heard a voice in my ear that I hadn't taken out my trash, and that was why I was going through this again. So the book came from me taking out my trash. It I just was got goosebumps. Starting with, yeah, it started That's with awesome. where Sorry. I had been and what I'd gone through. So, yeah. It's, uh, but we all do that, don't we? We hold on to things that we should let go of. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. For, for whatever reason, it seems to be something we want or need for a, quite a while. We keep banging our heads against the wall, whether it's emotional pain or physical pain. Um, start to identify with it, and right. when you when I'm assuming when you let go of that, and um, it was like you, you you dumped the dar- garbage can, tipped it over, and it was empty, and it made room for more, uh, for better stuff to come. Absolutely, you know, it was really interesting. I had written the book, and I was looking for a publisher, and that's actually how I ended up founding a publishing company because I had spoken with someone at Hay House repeatedly. And they had been kind enough to suggest that since I had a strong business mind, I should start my own publishing company. And so I did. But when I did that, when I released the book, it was a whole other level of fear that I had to go through before I finally you know, abandoned all sense of control (laughs) for what would happen because that's what I was trying to do. I was really trying to, okay, now this and this and this and this and really, you know, that that saying, life happens while we're making other plans. (laughs) Very, very true because I had to let all of that go. And being an entrepreneur, I am sort of a control freak. So that was the biggest thing that I did through writing and releasing that book was just letting go. It's, it's like, here is my gift to the universe. I am setting it free and not trying to control what happens with it. I think that's one of our greatest lessons that we come here to learn is how to detach from the outcome. Yeah. yeah. So you have this publishing company, and this came about because you had the book and through the conversations with with this person at Hay House. So you created your own publishing company and published then your own book through there? Right, right. And uh, since over about the last two years, I've been publishing a lot of other people's books. And it's, it's interesting, the authors that are attracted to Ivy Lane Press are very like-minded people. I have published books. Um, I, I think my favorite one, not the most successful, my favorite one is a book on meditation written and illustrated by a 10-year-old. Um, she oh. teaches meditation <laughs> to her friends and thinks that she can make the world a better place by teaching children to meditate and love each other. And I think that is just fabulous. It is, and she is right on the mark with that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I believe it was the Dalai Lama that talked about if we could take every, uh, I think it was eight-year-old, uh, and teach them how to meditate on love, 
every day for a short period of time that within a couple generations, you know, we would have no war. There would be no, you know, none of that left, really. Um, so that's amazing. I love that. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. Uh, we are going to go to a break. And so I just want to remind everybody, if you haven't yet listened to the spirit animal message for this full moon phase, uh, check it out on our website. Uh, go to the spirit animal page of sundrahealing.com. The spirit animal was the kangaroo, and the kangaroo um, really is talking a lot about gratitude. Uh, that's an important focus for us to have right now. So check that out, and we will see you back here on the other side of two minutes. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Sundra Healing offers services at our location in Leduc, Alberta, as well as distant services worldwide. At our location, we offer Reiki therapy, massage therapy, chakra balancing, crystal healing, intuitive readings, third eye activation, and past life regression. Distance services include Reiki therapy, crystal grids for healing and manifestation, and intuitive readings. We also offer classes and workshops of all kinds, either at our location or at yours. Check out sunderhealing.com. Have you found your life has changed because of Reiki? We want to share your story. How has Reiki energy healed your life and the life of your loved ones? Don't miss out on this amazing opportunity to share your light with others. Your story is powerful, and it could forever change someone else's life in a positive way. For more details, visit the Your Story page of our website at sundrahealing.com. You could become a part of a book or be selected as a guest on Awakened Hearts. That's sunderhealing.com and click on Your Story. Be visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Awakened Hearts. To call in and connect to Rebecca and Boyd Campbell on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to hello at sundrahealing.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. We have Kelly Fitzgerald with us today, and we have been talking about uh, how to take what you're passionate about, uh, take your hobbies, and turn them into uh, a successful business. And uh, Kelly has a lot of experience with this. Um, she has, you know, an amazing story, really. Uh, we're, we're grateful to have you here today, Kelly. And when we uh, went into the break, we had been talking about the publishing company that you've, uh, I guess, is maybe your most recent project. Right. It, it is. It's actually where my focus is now. Um, I do get bored easily <laughs> with businesses, but publishing is something I have gone back to, or writing, I should say, is something I've gone back through throughout my life, and this really is where my heart's at. So since I'm a writer first, I developed Ibby Lane Press from that point of view, from that writer brain from, um, you know, the, the issues that I had looking for a publisher for my own book. And it's just really taken on sort of a life of its own. And at this point, I feel like I'm along for the ride. This is really something that has unfolded for Ibby Lane Press. Uh, my original idea was to develop a publishing company that would help people who were unproven authors get their word out to the masses. And I've assembled a team of people to do that. I have um, sort of an a la carte approach to publishing. And, you know, it works with any kind of author. So someone who has previously published an ebook, book uh, there's a small setup fee for Ibby Lane Press, and we transfer that into a paperback. It's fairly straightforward. And then I work with people who don't have a clue how they want to structure their book. Um, there's a little bit more of a fee involved with that because it involves coaching. It involves working with an editorial staff. 
layout people, graphics people. So really, I've, I've developed a publishing company that lets authors kind of pick and choose what they need. Um, most publishing companies, unless you have already written a bestseller, do not work with authors to promote their book. I do. So if that's a service that the author wants help with, I also have marketing experts and public relations people that help them get their message out. Hmm. Mm, I love that. Uh, And I love that you help, you know, with how to kind of put it together as well, because I think, uh, you know, for a lot of us, I know for Boyd and I, we've been doing, you know, a lot of writing over the last couple of years and, and we're looking at, you know, creating um, some books and it's just figuring out how to even organize it all and, and how to, um, you know, lay it out to to bring it across in a way that's going to, um, you know, take the message and make it workable for people to I guess, absorb it in the best way possible. Right. You know, there are different ways. Um, A project I'm working on right now really quickly is uh, for an author that has already released two books on my publishing company, and she draws these beautiful, gorgeously intricate and spirit guide-inspired mandalas, energy mandalas. And she does them anytime there is uh, a negative event worldwide or when someone asks for healing. Uh, they're very colorful and intricate. And her book, of course, is going to be in all color. And to get the message and the energy from the mandala across, we are doing a square book and we are centering the mandala on one page and the description of it on a second page. That's a very different kind of book, you know, than than the normal book. So it's... Um, it's sort of a, a, each project is very different because each author is very different. And I try my best to work with each author and help them present their message in the best possible way. I work with a lot of people who don't fit any mold. I guess that's a better way to say it um, <laughs> because I, I'm all about the individuality and, and uh, we are all different. We, we definitely are, yeah. And spirit is working through us all differently, and the messages are all different. And, uh, yeah, I can see it's challenging. I know we've, we've had a lot of people come in even and ask us, you know, kind of for direction on where they could go next, uh, looking at wanting to publish. And there's not a lot of options out there that, like you say, if you're brand new and you have no, you know, um, you're not an established or a recognized author – there's just really not great options out there necessarily to um, make it happen. So, And the ones that you do, there are ones that there are, yeah, to have quite a bit of money to get in, established with them um, and right. get it published. I know. Yeah. I, I, when I was looking around, there was a very well-recognized um, publishing company who – I will not mention their name, but yeah. <laughs> I previously mentioned speaking with Hay House, so you can probably figure it out. They told me $4,500 to do my book. Holy smokes. Wow. And I went, um, no. <laughs> so, um, yeah. yeah. So you went and started your own after that. <laughs> I can understand well, why. Yeah, for a lot less. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm wondering, um, uh, what do you what do you share? I mean, I see you put on workshops, and you do you, uh, you're a life coach and that type of stuff. What what do you put um, put into your workshops? And what do you teach? I guess is what I'm wanting. It de- it depends on what workshop I'm doing. I have in the past done a lot of work um, with uh, battered women's shelters because that's a part of my background. Um, I was that person who was afraid to leave. You know, that goes back to the, the devil you know is better than the devil you don't know. And I help women transition through that fear because that's what it is. It's that fear um, in order to move forward with their lives. That is a big one that I have done previously. I haven't done it recently because I've been busy with publishing. But um, I regularly coach people on um, starting their own businesses through something they love. I've done that workshop 
um, several times. And that one's always well received, as well as uh, my original workshop was helping people take out the trash. Mm-hmm. You know, when the, when the book first came out, um, I would go around and, and um, I did a really silly thing looking back. <laughs> it may have been, you know, sort of a crazy genius move. I had 500 of my books printed. I put them in the back of my car and I put myself on a tour. None of it was planned out. I would stop wherever I went and look for places that would let me talk and let me do book signings. And by the time I got back home, I had sold all of those 500 books and realized that I was kind of on to something. So with that initial self-imposed book tour, I talked about (laughs) taking out the trash. How to identify the trash? How do you know when you're holding on for something for too long? Those kinds of things. So, and, then, and that's in your book as well. This this information. Yes. Yes. Yep. Can you share just a little bit of how we can identify the trash that we're carrying? A little, yeah. little sneak preview into what we'll find in the book for that. You know, the easiest example that most people get really quickly is. If you look back at your life and the same things keep happening to you over and over and over and you can't figure out why, that's a really clear indication of, a, of an area you need to look at. That is really indicative of having some kind of a subconscious trash. Um, in my own story and those of many, many people I've worked with through the years, that comes from like a fear, a... Um, lack of self-esteem, self-confidence. I don't think you can go wrong with working on self-love. No matter where you seem to be blocked, it can come down to self-love. I know many women that I've met through battered women's shelters who are on their third, fourth, fifth, sixth abusive relationship. Mm. There's some trash there that needs to be Mm -hmm. taken out. You know, people who are on their fourth, fifth, sixth marriages, there's some trash there that needs to be taken out. It all comes down to our own subconscious. You know, it comes down to how we feel about ourselves. Um, The best advice I can give anyone is to work on your own self-love, work on your own self-image. And it doesn't mean turn into some pompous, narcissistic person. It means truly learn to love and accept yourself as you are. You know, not as you want to be, not as you should have been, you know, none of that stuff, as you really are. I think that is a huge problem for, well, most people actually that I come across is that lack of self-love, that lack of self-esteem. Yeah, there's nobody harder on you than you, for sure. Right. Looking in the mirror, you're always judging. Always, yeah. Yep. For sure. Yeah. Well, and it it creates. Um, yeah, when you when you find that way to love yourself just as you are, and you know, with all of the perceived faults, uh, what happens is you you let down. I don't want to say that. I guess you open yourself up to now. Yes. receive that same kind of love from those around you because we right. attract, you know, the vibration that we're putting out, what we're thinking, how we feel about ourselves. We're attracting more of that to us. So, uh, you know, like you say, before you can solve something like that, you you don't want to be looking for another relationship because the, the issue is is not outside of ourselves ever. It's within ourselves. And so right. often we look... Yeah, we look to another person or a different situation and we expect that that's going to then be different, although we haven't made any changes within ourselves. So inevitably right, it's, right. yeah. You know, even in your health, I know with uh, my own illness after illness after illness, I was doing it to myself and it wasn't until I accepted that I was, re- I was responsible. I wasn't taking care of myself. I was dressing myself out. I was doing, you know, all of these things that I shouldn't have been doing. It wasn't until I accepted that that I was able to change my life. Mm. Well, and I think that's a big challenge for many of us, you know, um, 
because the first thing we want to do is put our back up and say, no, this, you know, somebody else, <laughs> it's not my fault. Right. It's, you know. It's outside, not inside. Yeah. But when we can get to the point where we realize that we are the ones, we do have the power. Um, and it's our, you know, we're responsible for where we are at. That's actually uh, so empowering because what it means is you are not dependent on somebody else to fix things and make the changes because you hold all of the power to make the changes. You know, we Absolutely. we have created the situation and we have the power to change it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well said, for sure. So it looks like we're about ready to go in for a break. Yeah, we're going to go to our next break here and uh, we're going to see everybody on the other side of two minutes. The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. Have you found your life has changed because of Reiki? We want to share your story. How has Reiki energy healed your life and the life of your loved ones? Don't miss out on this amazing opportunity to share your light with others. Your story is powerful, and it could forever change someone else's life in a positive way. For more details, visit the Your Story page of our website at sundrahealing.com. You could become a part of a book or be selected as a guest on Awakened Hearts. That's sundrahealing.com and click on Your Story. Sundra Healing offers services at our location in Leduc, Alberta, as well as distant services worldwide. At our location, we offer Reiki therapy, massage therapy, chakra balancing, crystal healing, intuitive readings, third eye activation, and past life regression. Distance services include Reiki therapy, crystal grids for healing and manifestation, and intuitive readings. We also offer classes and workshops of all kinds, either at our location or at yours. Check out sunderhealing.com. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Awakened Hearts. To call in and connect to Rebecca and Boyd Campbell on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to hello at sunderhealing.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. We are talking with Kelly Fitzgerald today, and we have been talking about, um, you know, taking our passions and um, building a business around that. And we've been talking about writing books. And um, Kelly's got so many things that she's done and, and that she is, you know, has to offer to uh, people. And Kelly, I was wondering if you could, uh, you know, to those of us who are out here listening and, you know, we've been wanting to take this step and this leap of faith and, and start creating, uh, you know, a business out of our passion and our hobbies, but maybe we've been uh, up to this point not, not sure where to start. What words of wisdom could you offer for us? You know, the, the easiest thing I can say is just start. <laughs> but there are, there are some steps. You need to really think about how your passion could be a business. One example that I, I give is a man that I worked with who dared me. He says, find a way I can make money out of this. I like to fish. Well, today he's running a fishing tour operation. So there is always a way. If you think creatively, uh, there's always a way to, to turn what you love into a business. Another example is music. How many wonderfully talented musicians um, are working corporate jobs because they were never quote-unquote discovered, and yet they can teach music to kids. They can give private lessons, those kinds of things. It, really look at your passions with how, who would pay for this? You know, how can I do something that people would appreciate and would pay for? If you think about it long enough, you're going to find your answer. There's always a way, absolutely. And don't ever give up. You know, if one thing doesn't work, 
take a step back and start again. I tell people all the time, it is perfectly acceptable to drop back 10 and punt from time to time. (laughs) Um, You know, we plan and we plan and we plan, but you have to take that action too. You know, that's a huge thing. Keep, keep moving forward. Keep putting one foot in front of the other. Even if you fall flat on your face, you're still moving in the right direction. Just don't give up. Nice. You know, that's really the critical key there is just don't give up. Hmm, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for that. Uh, now, your, your publishing company. So, for all of our listeners out there who... Uh, are writing right now who who have um, dreams about publishing a book for themselves um, how what is what is your advice there or how can um, how can you assist them I guess are you available to uh, talk with them and um, coach yeah coach them I guess you know I, I do um, work with people all the time who are writing I encourage anyone who is thinking they might want to write a book or wondering if they should turn their blog into a book. I get those questions quite frequently. Email me at Kelly with an IE at IbbyLanePress.com. I will give you an honest um, answer to whether or not, you know, your blog should be turned into a book. A lot of people contact me with um, eBooks they've previously published and they want to turn those in paperbacks. I get a lot of um, people asking about how do I start writing a book. I'm happy to address all of those questions if you email me. Um, sometimes I get really swamped, and it takes me, um, you know, a day or so to get back to you. But I do answer all my own emails, and you would you would connect with me directly. Hmm. Wonderful. Okay. And so your your um, email address again. Maybe you can share that again for the listeners. Sure. It's Kelly at IbbyLanePress.com, and it's Kelly, K-E-L-L-I-E, at, and Ibby is I-B-B-I, LanePress.com. You can go to the website, uh, www.IbbyLanePress.com as well, and contact me through that, too. Okay, wonderful. And your other site was WhenOnTheRoadToEnlightenment.com, correct? Yes. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, wonderful. We are going to uh, go into our reading for this week, Kelly. So we'll have you uh, hang out with us here. And um, sure. So yeah, what we're going to do is, uh, as always, our intention is that the guidance and the information that comes through is for the highest good of everyone for this upcoming week. <laughs> All right. Oh. Very interesting beginning of the week. We got um, a major, uh, some major stuff happening here. This kind of fits with the show. What's going on here too? Um, start looking to the future with hope and optimism. Um, I know last week there was a lot of change, and, and um, I think the message last week was, you know, get up off your ass and get get moving <laughs> forward. Yeah, and, let go and, of what's holding you back. That's right, and it's in. Um, Power of faith, uh, you have uh, uh, can move mountains. Happy changes, and it's going to be relief, bringing relief from the challenges that you've had last week. So you're probably feeling a little bit lighthearted right now on the beginning of the week. You know, sunny days. You're feeling uh, a lot of positive energy flowing through you. Jesus, um, again, same thing coming up here in the middle of the week. Uh, the things that you've been wanting and looking for, you're going to start seeing that uh, come to fruition. Um, if you're starting a, or thinking of starting a new business, it's a perfect time to to start making those plans and moving forward with that. It's a very magical time right now. There's manifestation uh, abilities that you have are going to be coming full force. All right, so don't be deterred by the challenges along the way. So as you as as you start doing this and you you're feeling all this positive energy and movement, come the end of the week, uh, the reality might set in a little bit, and you're going to start actually having to do a little bit more uh, digging in and making things happen. Um, it's very important that your communications that you're talking with people are very clearly and accurately. 
Uh, Becky, do you have anything to add to this? Well, yeah. Um, so as this last week uh, finished off and we were um, really releasing and, and letting go of those things that aren't serving us and, and that correlates with the full moon. And I can't speak for everybody else, but I know I sure had some uh, incredible releasing and letting go of, you know, energies that, that I had been carrying for uh, a long time that really I wasn't even aware were there. And so now as we're moving into this week, it is a time where um, we're feeling lighter and we've removed some of those, uh, you know, roadblocks uh that we were holding within ourselves. And so the ideas that you've had or you've been thinking about uh, or the ideas that are going to come, uh, those are things that you want to focus on. You want to think about how to start to implement them and how to start taking uh, action, uh, you know, moving in that direction. Now, uh, the message from the kangaroo also was really lining up with this stuff too. And that was uh, that your your new ideas and, and what you've been thinking about, uh, you need to kind of, they're going to need slow and careful nurturing over the next few months. Okay, so uh, it's exciting at the beginning. And then sometimes we can feel like we're starting to fizzle out a little bit. Like Boyd said, you know, you run into a few challenges um, and and you uh, or, you know, you hit a day where all of a sudden what you have to do this day isn't so much fun. And so uh, you just really need to stick with it. Uh, you know, as Kelly said, uh, really um, don't don't give up. And dig, dig in and yeah, use your grit. Look at all your opportunities. Yeah. So just a reminder for everybody as we close off the show here, uh, we do have a meditation class coming up on August 7th. We have a Reiki level two on August 13th. We have the psychic fair on August 20th and the Reiki level three on August 27th. Our next level one will be September 3rd. We want to thank you so much, Kelly, for being with us today having me it's been fun thank you and yeah and uh yeah you know how to get a hold of kelly now and so we will see you back here next week the same time same place it's a holiday in canada so it will be an encore presentation of the distance healing uh thank you so much for joining us today and from our hearts to yours namaste namaste Thank you for tuning in this week to Awakened Hearts. Please join your hosts, Rebecca and Boyd Campbell, again next Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until our next show, have an enlightened week.